once again, I'm standing here in a delegated authority for our bishop. Our bishop is in Davao right now, and also a celebrant of the uh, Master Day in Davao, the Church of uh, Father Manuel. So as we continue today in our worship, this Lord's Day, as we gather together here to worship our God, to hear His Word, and as a family of God, community of God, right here gather so that we come again, uh, give ourselves to our God, our King. As the early days, there's always a time that every subject of a King would go together and present themselves to the, to the King. That's give them, or that's uh, shows their respect, that shows the submission and acknowledgement that he is their king. So as today, every Sunday, the subjects of God, we gather together in this church to present ourselves, to worship him, to give him thanks for the goodness that's done in our life. Today we will hear the word of the king, or God. And our topic for today is uh, the family of God laboring without agenda. Laboring without agenda. Or doing things with the right motive. As Madeline Mentindian. Laboring without agenda or doing things or working things with the right motive. Without hidden agenda or what, whatever. Uh, uh, things in the back, or other says, without no string attached. That's you're doing something for God or for others without a string attached. There's something that the Lord wants us to hear to us today that we do things out of love, we do things. From the heart, without any hidden motives or agenda. We do things for God and for others with a clean heart and clean motives. Today, our gospel starts at chapter 20, a parable about the landowner. And the workers of the vineyard. And it talks about here about the vineyard, the owner of the vineyard, or, or we'll say, uh, easily understand, a factory, owner of a factory, and he's hiring workers. And here, we have hired some workers, and some, the first group agreed, they will pay a denarius a day, so one day labor. And also continue to hire workers. But before that, before the reading of the verse 1 of chapter 20, you ask why the Lord says this in the first place. So there's something about studying the Bible, always ask yourself, why the Lord say this? What is the reason behind? The reason behind this is 
from chapter 19, the little verses of chapter 19. Chapter 19 of Mark talks about uh, the rich young ruler. And he asked God how he could be saved. And said, well, do this thing. He said, Lord, I have done with all those things. And you're looking one thing. Sell everything you have, give to the poor, and And the story goes that the rich man goes sad. And the Lord says, how is it that rich man could hardly enter the kingdom of God? And hearing that, all disciples hear that, verse 25, when the disciples heard it, they did the answer saying, who can be saved? That's the question. Who can be saved? If this rich man, all of his things, all of his uh, possession cannot enter the kingdom or cannot receive the kingdom, then who can be saved? That is the question of the disciples. But, but Jesus looked at them and said to them, When man, this is impossible with God, all things are possible. Then Peter answered and said to him, This is the crucial verse here. See, we have left all and followed you. Therefore, what shall we have? This is the question now, the second question of the disciples through Peter. Lord, we have already left everything for you. We have now follow you and left everything, our houses, our families, our livelihood. Here we are following you. Therefore, what shall we have? That's now the question of the apostles. Lord, we are now following you. We have left our jobs, we have left our families, we have left our, our, our uh, fields and factories and work to follow you. Then, therefore, what shall we have? What shall we have? That is the question now of Peter. What shall we have? And verse 28 says, As shall I say to you, in this generation, the Son of Man sit the throne of glory, shall follow me, will also sit. Twelve thrones, judging the throne of Israel. He is now saying about the heavenly uh, reward. And verse 21, And everyone has left his houses, brothers, sisters, and fathers, and mother and wife, and children, women and sake, shall receive hundredfold and inherit an eternal life. So he said, those have left all mothers the job to also receive hundredfold. And another, another uh, in Luke or in Mark, hundredfold in this life and eternal life. So God has promised them, do not worry because you will receive your reward here on earth as you live and also reward as you die in heaven. So that's the assurance of God to them that to the question of Saint Peter, what shall we have because we have left everything to follow you. But Bertha said, many who are first will be the last and the last will be the first. What's the meaning of this? This is now the beginning of warning to Peter. 
Maybe Peter said, you're now the first one to follow me. But be careful. You may become last. Be careful, Peter. Don't say because the first one are the people following me. Be careful. Maybe you become the last one. Why? That's the meaning now of chapter 20. He gave this parable to the apostles. And this parable is, it means our attitude in serving God or doing things for God. So start from here. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for this vineyard. So he made this uh, story so that Peter and all disciples would understand what the Lord is talking about, especially in their motives in serving and doing things for God. Well, what I want to arrive this morning is two things. First, that we'll see the generosity and the goodness of God. And second, we'll talk also about our motives of doing things for God and for others. So here, the Lord says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to our laborers for his vineyard. Now when he had agreed with the laborers for the nice day, he sent them into his vineyard. So he talk about a king or an owner of vineyard or an owner of factory or a wide uh, rice land and he is looking for laborers. And here the first group says they agreed to have a denarius a day. So they have a wage. A denarius a day. So maybe you would say uh, uh, to an or what's a normal payment of a laborer, let's say 250 or 300 a day. So that's their contract. So they go. And went out the third hour, so others standing in Italy in the marketplace, and said also to them, whatever is right, I said, you also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. So after what you called the third hour, so he started looking for people about six to seven to start the work at eight. And then the first group go now, start the work at eight o'clock. By nine o'clock, they go out and look for laborers. And this then says, you want to work? You want to have work? Yes, you want to have work. Okay, go. I will pay. I said, and whatever slide I will give you. There's no contract of 300 a day. The, the owner says, I just give you what is right. And the second group of workers, okay, no problem, no problem. So the second group go work in the vineyard, in the factory of this landowner without a contract. Uh -huh. About wages, they just trust the landowner says, I will give you what is right. And so also, Again, six hour, and then the eleventh hour, the sixth hour is twelve o'clock. 
Nunde, we still hire workers. And then 11 hour, five o'clock, we still hire workers. Because in Israel, they stop the work at six o'clock. So the landowner hired eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 12 o'clock, three o'clock, and then five o'clock. So continue to hire workers. And then, at the end of the day, evening, said, call all the laborers and give their wages, beginning with the last to the first. So the first, given their wages, are the last workers have been hired. Those are 9 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And they were given a denarius, or we'll say 300 pesos also. So they're the one who work 9 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, even 5 o'clock. And the owner gave them same 300 pesos. And with the first time, they were supposed they would receive more, and they likewise received this denarius. And then the first group now would receive. They also received 300 pesos. So they're thinking that because those have been hired, 9, 12, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, received 300, they are thinking they've received more. And when they receive it, they complain against the owner. They complain. And it's not fair. It's not fair. And this is what they're saying. The last man have worked only one hour. And you made them equal to us aboard the burden the head of the day. It's not equal. We work all day. We receive only 300. Those people work only three hours and other one hour, we also 300. It's not fair. But the owner says, friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Doing no wrong. There's nothing injustice here. There's, no, there's nothing about unfair here. You agree with me to work 300. I give you 300. So what's the problem? I give you 300. We agree to work with you 300. I give you 300. That's it. So what's, what's the problem here? And you agree with me. And there's 300. Take it what is yours and go away. I wish to give to this last man the same as to you. I wish to give this last group seriously. I wish. That is my desire to give to them. It is my prerogative to give to them. Maybe in our work today, some of you say, just unfair. This man worked one day, whole day, this work only one hour, and you give you same wages. But the thing is, what the Lord wants to emphasize here is that He wants to see the generosity and the goodness of God 
Because he's not only talking here about the wages, but first he's talking also of the grace and the mercy and the salvation of God. Not all people like us now know about God. Not all people, maybe your brothers, your neighbor, your mother, your friends, know about God today, the same as we are. Maybe today they didn't receive yet the word of God. They didn't receive yet the salvation of God. Maybe some of them are still running away from God. Who knows? Maybe tomorrow they will receive God. Maybe next month, maybe next year. Or maybe in the last hour of their life, they would receive God. They would receive the salvation of God. And was first the Lord wanted to see us here. It is his prerogative to give you and me an allowance, a time to be submitted to him, to make him Lord and Savior. That is his generosity. First here, that is the problem of every Jewish people because they see the Gentiles, pagans, non-Jewish people now become Christian, become part of the kingdom of God. They become envious, they become jealous because those non-Jewish people like you and me, Filipinos, become part now of the kingdom of God. And that is the generosity of God and the grace of God to you and me. He wants everyone to receive the salvation. He wants everyone to receive the goodness. He wants everyone to receive the grace and the mercy of God. But not all of us receive it in the same time. Maybe your friend that you're for many years are sharing about the word of God. Maybe their, their, their heart is hard when it comes to godly things. Who knows maybe tomorrow they will change. Maybe next month. Maybe next year. Huh? That is the prerogative of God. Who knows this? You know, this Maori people. Maybe next month we become all Christians. Huh? Today, you and me, to be honest, you hate them, huh? You don't like them. How we wish that God will strike them with a tender one that strike? Just it's okay. Solve the problem. How we wish that? Or maybe there are people who don't, who don't, you don't like. Many people give you a hard time. But God, maybe that's what we are. That's human as we are. That's what we are. We have short patience. We are unforgiving. But God's grace is so wide. That you want everyone to receive the grace, everyone to receive the mercy. So maybe, maybe tomorrow, maybe next year, maybe, maybe five years. Who knows? That's what the what you call that implied meaning of this parable. 
that God give everyone a chance, like you and me. Maybe your friends, maybe your, your neighbor, to receive him also. So here he said, don't be envious, he said to these people. It is my desire. I wish to give them. It is my prerogative. It is my decision to give them 300 pesos also the same with you. But as long as you receive it 300, you are with it. That is. So here you can see the Lord is giving us time. All of us time to be recipient of the salvation of God. And here you can also see it says a warning to Peter. Peter is the first now to receive the kingdom of God. But beware of your heart. Beware of your heart. Beware of your heart. Maybe you come last. Say that. That's what we're going to receive. You will receive. So everyone, the Lord wants to receive His grace, His mercy, His forgiveness. But be patient with ourselves. Be patient with others because not all of us have the same mind. Everyone has its time to God to receive Him. Everyone's time to change for God. Everyone's this time. Not our time, but God's time. So it takes, it will give us space to more, be more understanding, more thrillable. And it's time to check, time to correct, time to share, time to control. All these things are part of it. But everyone has his own time. Everyone has his own time. When I was still in Manila, applying for a job as a seaman at the time, then came back 1984. Uh, 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 so when I got to Manila, Sir Nemian Bishop always invited me to attend the church. But said, okay, I'll just stay in the house. I'll just cook the, the lunch for you. So just invite me. That's true. Just invite me. And then one day, I don't know, after six months, one day I said to them, I'll go with you. But for that six months, he just invite me twice or twice. That's it. No more. No more pulita, no more pilita. But after six months or seven months, I said to them, early Monday, early Sunday, to see me was amazed and surprised that I was already, you know, like a poor man. I said, where are you going? I'm going with you in the church. After six months. Why, is, why it is not first month, second month, third, I don't know. But after six months, I go with them. And I said, that's my time. Maybe the Lord is still working in my heart at that time for six months. So with that, I can also say so others, maybe six months, one year or two years, the Lord has his time to listen to every one of us. 
We have all our time with Him. Time to respond. And don't make it the last minute. Don't make it the last minute. Make it early. So, you can see here, the Lord wants us to receive the salvation, the forgiveness of God. It means we have also different times, different ways, different place. But God has his time to you and me. The same with you. they're talking about money, of wages, but also the time we're going to receive God. And the second is that when we do things for God and for others, we have to do things with the right heart and the right attitude and right motives. Here, Peter, the Lord said to Peter, He said, You have only left everything. You have left everything to follow me. And the Lord wants to present to Peter here is that don't do something for God because of the reward or because of the benefit or maybe because of the fear of the punishment. We do things with the right heart and right motives. That's what the Lord told you. So, Peter, Peter, when you do things, you have left everything, you have left everything. Now, we do it, do it because it is from the heart of doing it. Because people who do things, this the same thing about Filipino style talaga. Sometimes we can have this attitude when you do things to others, okay? Not all, but sometimes we really expect that he will also do something for us. That's a natural thing. But the problem here, when, you, when that person fails to do things we expect him to do, sometimes now, we can hear a lot of Not very nice words. We sometimes I'll say, Saya, buligan ka namang kato. Makarundi ka namang kabulig. Yeah, now, the same time now, parang ginasukot mo ang inyong inubahan. In a wider perspective, you don't do it with love. God says, don't, don't think about that way. Because eventually you will receive your reward. Because God has already promised them that you will receive salvation today and eternal life. God has already, already given them the assurance. But see here, the attitude is very, very important to God. Our motives. Sometimes we see the outward work, the outward movement. But what is the inside? That's what the Lord is seeing in us. Because the outward inside could change. 
Sometimes they change without prior notice. Hmm? They change. But our heart, you know, I saw some people that they let people to stay in their land. Lots of people in their land. Squatters. And so the people are there staying in those vacant plants that they have, all of them are squatters in that land. But as times goes by, they must, I say, they, they should have a good relationship with the owner of the land, but they don't. They don't. Why is it that you're now here living free in this, you know, in this, uh, Staying here in this land, but of course, anytime the owner would require us, all we all we be gone. But at least somehow we'll be thankful to the owner because you're here. Yeah, we're thankful with him. But you see, gamitan lang to padre, gamitan lang eh. He would use us in election. We could deliver votes, and he could have money on us. That's why we are here. Not because a civil generous man. Not because a city from the heart is there. He didn't like us to be here. No. Gamitan lang to padre. He would use us in election. Gamitan namin lupa na. Gamitan lang to padre. So you could see, this is no such good relationship with them. Because at, at, at the, at, uh, uh, in a wider or a uh, first view of it, says, this man is so very generous, very helpful. He's not. Because inside of him, he would use them in election and he could get money. To say that he has mercy to people? No, he doesn't have mercy. He has really came with good knowledge. Just stay there. That's what the people also. Okay. I'm lang. Gamitin mo kami. Gamitin ka rin namin. Meron lang. Because the, there is no right motive in the heart of those people. So here, Brother Sister says, when you do things for God, for others, see that this is the right heart. Right motives. Because that's what gets Jesus. And God rewarded us in that. God rewarded us. That's why when these workers got their wages, or they received 300 because they have been worked one hour only, three hours only, they received the same as 300. Why? Because they said they trust the landowner to give them what is right. They don't demand. They have no rate, it's up to you. Because we know we work not in a, not in, 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 in eight hours work. We know that, it's up to you. And the Lord gave them the same. These are the people who are willing to do things. And with trust and confidence in the land order. That's what the Lord wants us to talk about, trust and confidence 
with him. To see him a generous man, to see him as a, a good man, the same also to treat also others with generosity and goodness. And with the right heart and the right motives, you see, whatever happens, you know and you know in your heart, this is what you want. Maybe sometimes you'll be misunderstood. Maybe some of the people will not understand you. But you know what you know in your heart. You want and you do things with the right heart. And you know it or not. And because also in the long run, maybe in the first month or two months, it just uh, flowed. But if our heart is not right, the more it takes longer, we have now our, our attitude become now different. As I always say to the young people in our youth fellowship, always says, learn to love God and learn, and you do that, learn to love your work, learn to love your study. See? Learn to be that way. Because when sometimes now you love your to love your, or the school, your study, you're just to love your job. When you love your job, it's, it's not hard to work. There's joy and there's fulfillment when you learn to love your job. A product of loving God, help us to love your work and you do, do things for others. With the right heart and the right motive, it just flow. We set joy in our heart doing those things. Counting not much of uh, the time or, or the, 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 the weight of the work. It's just like sailing or navigating where the wind is with you. We just flow. But it's hard to navigate a boat or a ship against the wind. It's hard. It's hard. Same also with our heart, which is we do things which is against our will. For something we do things which we will not with a, without a right or something in our hearts that's not right. Sometimes we find it hard to do things. With no joy, we complain because our heart is not right. So one here, once again, brothers, the Lord is telling us, when you do things for God, do it with the right heart. Do it with the right motives. And the Lord sees that. And like those workers, He would reward us more than we expect. More than that. Not only money, but other things. And also here, the Lord wants us to be learned to be contented what we have. Here, said the first level, you had an evil eye. That's what he said to this. You complain because you have an evil eye. An evil eye. That's what the Lord said to these people. You have an evil eye. 
And evil eye is an eye that sees always the negative. And it bursts her the jealousy, the envy, why God or why the landowner give 300 to this? I'm not happy that these people receive 300. Maybe these people have nothing to eat. And they did receive also 300 that they will go home with something food to their families. What the Lord is saying to his people. He see only that it's not fair. But what about see it in another way? See to be happy also that these people who have no work, at least now they could go home with something and could bring food to their families, not only you. That's why I said, you have an evil arm. You don't see it God's way. Or in other way, how do you see things? The Bible says, when you look at when you look something, always oh, it is in our eyes and goes to our mind and goes to the heart. How you see things? Depends what is in your heart. To the pure, all things are pure. To the wicked, all things are wicked. So what is in our heart? Because what is in our heart, that's the way you look things. I said, instead that you'll be happy that this other workers now receive, at least same with you, they could bring food to their families, and here you complain. You complain because you have an evil eye, God says. You have an evil eye. Is that lawful for me to do what I wish my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? How do you see things? Jealousy? Envy or negative things you see, that is an evil eye. Because of what is in the heart. So, once again, here as we end, brothers and sisters, may the Lord always tell us to do things for God with right heart, right hand. Because He has to be reward for you and me here on earth and in the other side. But it always reminds us, it always reminds us that our heart, our heart, our heart is the most important to God. Because the Bible says it is our heart that every issue of life, every issue of life is in our heart. What's in your heart? Even the Old Testament says, the heart is the most wicked of all. Because you could speak something right. You could fake. But you cannot fake what's in your heart. Because God sees that. So today, maybe the Lord wants us to see these things. To serve with joy and gladness. And to see that God is so generous 
that give us the patience that other people also, maybe they're bad, maybe they're running away from God, they have all time with God. They have time with God. They also go back to God. I don't know when, I don't know how, but they have. I end with this story. There was a young people at the time in Liberty. And he's really a problem child. And um, his father is a drunkard. And now his son, him, has become a drunkard. No perspective in life, they don't like to go to school. It's just slow every day, or just, just a bound, you know, nothing to do. Pasaway, pabigat, ayaw magtrabaho, pero, hindi marunong mag-pray to the Lord. Kaya ganun palagi sa mother and sa father to ask something. And then his mother asked, what will do to him? Well, we pray for him. And we'll invite him in the church. So first I befriended him, I go to his house and befriended him. And you know, at that time he goes twice in the church. Come on. Maybe I don't know what's the magic there, the mother, you know, the mother. Maybe uh, you go there so that I will give you, you know, you could live with the mother, you could make anything. So that the time would go. So I don't know what he did to the son. He go to the church two times, and I pray for him and we work for him. And then see no more once again. But I pray to that God. I know, Lord, you have a time to that person. I you have a time to that person. I don't know when. I don't know how. I don't know. One time for many many years, I was invited at the church. And to my surprise, that guy is now worker in that church. He got a wife, he got a job with the work, and I see my God is is driving his Honda Civic. Oh, this guy. I don't know how the Lord works in that church. I'm so blessed. I have like a disease that grow in the church because I invited him. Maybe just planted something in that and prayer. And I don't know. But for many, many years I've not seen him. I've seen him one in the church. Not in another church. He's an answer. With his wife, his kids, all working in the church. Good business. I know what the Lord has done in the life of that person, but one thing I know. God has a time to ease in everyone. Sometimes you want, you know, we want to make it on time. We have to force it the way we want. No. Let God work. Pray for that person. Lahat, lahat yan. May oras kay Lord. Hindi pwedeng wala. And when that time comes, he responded to God. God is so generous. Maybe to other people, this, this person is a bomb. He would end up also like his father's a drunkard, nothing, useless. 
you know, you could just spend it in a piranha, that's it, that's for good. At least a poslan, but no. God has a time to reason. We don't know when. Because God is so generous, and God is good.